Hello and welcome to another Kangaroo English Daily Digest podcast. My name is Christian and today is Wednesday, best day of the week. <laughs> um, t- today I want to talk about something that I have received a lot of emails about recently. I don't know why, but these things, they seem to come in waves. So the thing that I've received a lot of emails about is people asking me how they can improve their writing. And also, apart from that, I've had lots of just messages from people saying, hey, how can I improve my English? But I'm going to be talking about how you can improve your writing because that's something more sort of specific, something we can talk in a little bit of detail about. And I want to start by reading some 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 more ancient knowledge from this from this very fine book that I have from 1939. So this this knowledge is 80 years old and I've read it before but I'm going to read it again because it's very relevant to what we're talking about today. So nothing is more likely to damn the natural flow of our thoughts or to arrest the fluent running of our pen as over-anxious concern about details of grammar or spelling. Let your pen run freely in pace with your thoughts if it can, and then when your writing is done, it's time to read through in search of possible errors in punctuation, spelling, or grammar. And to those who fear of making such errors, I would say that, on the whole, it is better to have something to say and to make mistakes in saying it than to have nothing to say and say it in faultless language. Now that's extremely solid advice. Um, there's, a, there's a very famous quote which is attributed to Ernest Hemingway, but actually Ernest Hemingway probably didn't say this, but um, which is, writing is really easy. All you have to do is sit down and bleed <laughs> or sit down at the typewriter and bleed. And and that's basically what it's all about. How do you get better at writing? Well, you write more. Now, you would never ask the same question about anything else, right? Like, for example, if if you wanted to know, how do I get better at playing tennis? Do I read books about playing tennis? Do I watch YouTube videos about tennis? Do I sit around and think about tennis? No, you get out there, you pick up a racket and you play tennis. You play, you improve through the act of doing and writing is exactly the same. So in the book, if we're going to talk specifics, in the book, he gives an example of an activity, a very simple activity that you can do to improve your writing, which is you you look around you at, at any object and you choose an object and then you say, right, I'm going to write a description, a description of this object from the points of view of different characters. So imagine that you're looking over at your beautiful lamp. And so you're going to write a description of that lamp from the point of view of a child and then from the point of view of a pregnant mother and then from the point of view of a grumpy old man. And 
That's just a super simple writing activity that allows you to express and to practice all of those different things that make your writing better. For example, how long are your sentences? How do you structure them? What adjectives do you use? What verbs do you use? What verbal tense? How do you put that description into a paragraph? What are the emotions of that description? And that brings me back a little bit to to the quote from the book, which said that errors, worrying about errors of grammar or spelling, stop your pen flowing freely. So it's really important to understand that when you're writing, there's two modes of writing, two kind of, two mindsets. So one mode is creation mode, which is where you sit down and you just get your ideas and you they come out of you and they go onto the paper or onto the screen. And the second mode is copy editing mode, which is where you go back and you read it and you look at it and you're critical and you ask yourself, is it good? Could it be better? And you also engage your, your noticing, right? I talk a lot about noticing because noticing is extremely important and also very underrated. So you spend time reading other people's books and you look at how they use sentence structure and paragraph structure and and adjectives and verbs and all of that stuff to make their writing good. And so you notice it. You make sure that you're aware. And then again when you're when you're writing, you, you're in first you're in you're in this production mode, this content creation mode, you create, you put it down on paper, and then you go back and you look at it and you're critical. You're aware. You notice. You're like, hmm, is that working? How how could I do this differently? How could I do it better? And you do that again and 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 again. And I want to tell you about another famous quote in the writing world, which is that the difference between um, an amateur writer and a professional writer is that the professional writer didn't give up. <laughs> so basically, uh, you know, a professional writer, they were really bad at writing at the beginning, just the same as everybody else, they're really bad, but they did it a lot, they practiced, they got better. And maybe this seems like kind of unhelpful, simplistic advice. And, you know, you'll notice that a lot of the time on my on my YouTube channel and 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 every all my other social media, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to push people towards taking responsibility again for their learning. Okay, because when you send me an email and you say, Christian how do I improve my English? How do I get better at writing? Then all you're doing is you're taking responsibility f- for your learning and you're pushing it onto someone else. You're, you're pushing it onto me. But you're not going to succeed at your language learning goals if you do that. 
And, and that's why I'm trying to debunk all of these myths. I tell people there's no secret to learning a language. There's no special technique. There's no system that you can pay $29.99 a month for. There's no guru who's going to just come in and make you a Pulitzer Prize winning author. It doesn't work like that. You are the one who has to put in all the hard work. And it's not fun for me to tell people that. It's not, there's no advantage for me to say, hey, guess what? There's no secret. You just have to work really hard. And a lot of people, they don't want to hear that. And it's a difficult message to really absorb. It's difficult when somebody tells you, hey, you're not going to get fluency in 90 days. You're going to get fluency in 30 years. But these, these things are the truth. And once you accept the truth and really understand that the power to succeed or fail at learning a language is in your hands, well, that's when you really have the opportunity to succeed. And so if you're sending me an email in today's world in 2019, then that means that you have access to the internet. And if you have access to the internet, then you have zero excuses because you have access to all of the combined knowledge of thousands of years of humanity and the amount of free and interesting resources that are online to learn English is infinite. So please stop pushing your the responsibility for your learning onto other people and, and take that power back. And that brings me on to today's word of the day. <laughs> Today's word of the day is volition, V-O-L-I-T-I-O-N, volition. Volition actually comes from the same root as the word will. Now, will is both a noun and a verb in English. Will is the most common verb that we use to talk about the future. I will go to the supermarket. I will eat that apple. Um, and will is used to make predictions about the future that are based on your wants and desires and your attitude. And so volition, the noun volition, is basically that. It's your attitude, your desire, your inner fire to do something. Now, I really hope that you have a lot of volition to learn English because that's what it's going to take to, to succeed. But it's like anything. You're not going to get results fast, but you persevere. You know, it's like going to the gym every day. You do a little bit every day. And you don't see results quickly, but in a year from now, you're going to look completely different. And if you keep at English every day, if you develop that volition and that discipline and you work hard in a year, man, your English could be, could be totally transformed. And that's what I want for you. So get that volition. Stop making excuses. If you want to get better at writing, write a lot. If you want to get better at speaking, speak a lot. If you want to get better at listening, listen a lot. 
There's no secrets. I'm Christian. This is Kangaroo English. I'll see you in class. <laughs>